You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. This is Kevin. And I'm back from Georgia. Georgia. You're already singing. The whole <laughs> night through. Yes, I was singing in Georgia because the truck show we went to, the North American Commercial Vehicle Show, was boring. <laughs> well, um, so you don't you don't think a lot of our listeners were missing out by not going there? Well, if 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 an attendee went, if if a truck guy went. Oh yeah, and wanted to go around and talk to people. He would have nobody interfering with him walking up to any booth. Right. He had all the all the uh, attention or answers he wanted. In fact, the attention was so bad. Anybody who walked down the aisle with an attendee's badge on had a target on him, and everybody was after him. <laughs> it was like the Jimmy Buffett song, "Fins, fins <laughs> to the right, fins to the left, and you're the only bait in town." That's what the attendees felt like. It was ugly. You could have fired a cannon down any of the aisles any day and had nothing but vendors talking to each other because there was nobody else to talk to. So we were missing all of you, but uh, apparently that's, that was the idea. I guess. They they had it set up where it was supposed to be a Rudy Snooty show, and, and they wanted us to be up class, and they wouldn't allow anybody under 18 in, and you had to pay 100 bucks at the door to get in. And, and the truck manufacturers, I mean, they had booths that were thousands of square feet. I mean, gigantic, gigantic. The size of our the size of our office and manufacturer. Yeah, we got three thousand square feet in here, and there were booths that that was just part of it. <laughs> These were gigantic, <laughs> and nobody but there were people in them. Well, they had a they had a, a VIP day on Monday, and a thousand people were invited to the VIP day. Okay, so I'm assuming a thousand people showed up on that day. And the crickets were chirping in the aisles, except <laughs> in the big, the big, uh, the big booths. I mean, they all had they had special speakers, and they had this, and they had the other thing, and and I suppose they they had some people in there, you know. Is uh, that when they have the quiet time? The quiet time was from eight o'clock in the morning on Monday till ten o'clock when it was supposed to start. They didn't want anybody in there running their impact guns or or setting up booths. You were supposed to be done by eight o'clock in the morning so they could you know tidy up. Um. But it, it was it was an extreme disappointment. <laughs> extreme disappointment. If we saw five thousand people there the whole week, uh, I'll be amazed. I really would. In the four days, Monday. it was a very expensive show to go to with nobody there. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Anyway, now on with our business here. Tire wear and handling problems. What is our? Oh, that's it. Tire yeah. wear and handling. That's our business. That's what we're supposed to do. I think so. Did you want to do something else? That's really, well, guessing area codes is like priority number two. Okay, so let's guess an area code. We have an area We code, have a yes. call. We have a question. By the way, any of you who have questions or comments, I should get this out of the way. Uh, push one on your phone dial. <laughs> That'll show up on our little thing, and we know you have a question or a comment. If your comments are not kind, keep them to yourself, because I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, we only take compliments on this phone, right? Right, right. Yeah. 
criticism. Right, we could, we have an off button. For we that. have an oh, we could turn them off. Yeah. Okay, if you have a bad comment, go ahead. We'll we'll off you. <laughs> right. We've not. We've in how long we've been doing this? Since, uh, uh, Couple of years, so just over two years, two and yeah. a half years we've been yeah. doing this. Something like that. We've never actually cut anybody off. No, we haven't. No, we should have. <laughs> Why didn't we? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to think about that. All right, we've got a call from the two hundred four area code. Do you yeah. have a guess, sir? I guess at where are the two hundred four. The two hundred four. <sighs> I'm going to say Kentucky. Boy, are you wrong, <laughs> Manitoba. Manitoba. This is a Canadian, eh? Hey, hey. He's from the flatlands up there. Yes. Well, let's see what Manitoba has to say. All righty. I bet he's still in Manitoba, too. It takes a long time to get out. A long time. Hello, Manitoba. How are Kevin and Mike tonight? We're great. We're we're just fabulous. Well, aside from it sounds like uh, the truck show was a bit of a dive, it's all you guys are actually in a really good mood tonight, and I'm going to put your brains through the test. Uh-oh. Awesome. Yeah. I've got, well, I've got back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Are you in Manitoba? You know what? what? I'm at home right now in Manitoba just waiting to hit the shop on Monday morning. I got a uh, steering tire issue. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Now we got to get serious. This is it, the steering tire issue that you're going to get to on Monday. Well, I got uh, uh, two steer tire issues. Okay. So I'll give you a little bit of a background here. Um, I've always typically gotten about 225,000 to 235,000 miles out of my steer tires. Wait a minute. Back up. Is that miles or kilometers? No, that's miles. Okay, good, good, very good. Okay, yep. excellent. It, it, it's yep. actually that's actually a really good number. I've been very happy with it. I've got a ninety nine hundred mm-hmm. international mm-hmm. with the, you know, with the, the straight hubs on the front, and I've been mm-hmm. very adamant, adamant for years about getting the the wheel bearings adjusted just properly the way I learned it. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. So, what happened was. I got a flat on one side about seven months before my steer tires were due to be replaced. Okay. So I replaced that tire, so my my passenger side tire was out of rotation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I replaced the the driver's steer tire, and six months later... Or after I replaced the steer tire, I started to notice that my passenger side steer tire was starting to wear big time on the shoulder, like to the point where you could notice it when you're doing your vehicle walk around, that the, mm-hmm. that the shoulder was starting to wear off big time. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first time you ever noticed that. And that's the first time it's ever happened. I've owned the truck for a million miles. Okay. And I I was kind of confused about it, so I thought, well, you know what? Tires go bad. I mean, that tire had a lot of miles on it already. Mm-hmm. It had about you know almost two hundred thousand miles on that steer tire on the passenger side. So I thought, and it was a what? It was a Michelin XZA3 Plus. Okay. Great. 
So I was kind of confused about it, but I figured, hey, you know what? I've seen it happen before. Whatever. So I replaced yep. it. And I pull oversize. Okay. And most of my work is between 12 and 14 feet wide, so I'm always riding the right-hand shoulder, right? That, that fog line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I was very confused about the whole thing when I realized that both my steer tires were really starting to run off that, that shoulder on the outside. It was running the shoulder okay. off big time. Mm-hmm. So I went back to my shop because I remember when the guy was changing my tire on my driver's side, he jacked my truck up in the middle yeah. at a single point. Okay. And I wasn't, you know what? I only thought about it after I spent $1,300 on steer tires and now the outside shoulders. You know, I I put the new uh, Michelin uh, Energy Z mm-hmm. steer tires on. Right. Because that's what we, they were replaced the old X uh, with the uh, 83 pluses. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe that they had bent my steering axle in nah. the middle by jacking the truck. Is that possible? No. Are you no wait, well, let me ask you a question. Do you have the I beam front axle or the square tube fabricated axle? I beam. No, then they didn't bend it. No problem. But okay. It, it takes a lot more force than that to bend an I beam. Okay. They got they got they use hundred thousand pound presses. Hundred yeah. ton. 100-ton presses and clevises to bend axles. and uh, yeah, you, so actually 200,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you lift it up 12,000 pounds of weight. That way, no yeah. no pressure, you know, no, yeah. nothing attempting to bend it. Well, other than the weight of the, the truck and the springs, and, and that ain't enough. Okay, so fine. Um, now you've got two energy line, and are they both wearing on the outside shoulders? Yeah, big time. Have you slid your hand back and forth across the tire feeling for feathered wear? You know what? It actually feels like it's inside toe feather wear. In other words, it's smooth going in and sharp coming out? Yeah. The toes rock on the front end of your truck. Yeah, that would would, uh, uh, apply to the outside edge wear, too. Yeah. It's probably just really minor. Like a, an extra, an extra thirty second to sixty. No, an eighth of an inch. I'm betting an eighth. You think an eighth? Yeah, it's not. Yep. Yeah, it's a Michelin. It takes a yep. little bit. So if, an eighth, if, an the, eighth of an inch. You figure the toe, the toe is wrong an eighth of an inch. Yeah, it could very well be. Okay, now on a Michelin tire, in the middle of the rib of the tires, there are little side cuts about a half inch long that are in line with the rib, kind of a little zigzag. Okay. If you just take the tip of your finger and slide it in and back across that little sight cut instead of using your whole hand, yeah. your fingertip is much more sensitive than your whole hand is. First. And then yeah. second, that sipe is much more sensitive than the rib is yes. on a Michelin. So it shows up much more glaringly. But if you're smooth mm. as your hand slides in and rough as your hand comes out on both of your front tires... That tells you you've got too much toe in, <coughs> and that matches up very well with outside shoulder wear on both front tires. Yep. Yeah, because when I 
I mean, I put these deer tires on only about 30,000 miles ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that, this, the, how often does toe change? Toe, you can't predict because it's subject to the degradation of the components that hold the wheels on the end. I mean, as the kingpins change and as the bearings change, as the tie rod end joint changes, I, the toe changes. A million miles on it. I'm a million miles. Anything's possible. Oh, so you know what? You know what? Tie rod ends. Yeah. yeah. They wear as they wear. Did somebody put a new tie rod end on that truck? You know what? We took, we did, uh, well, because I do the heavy haul thing. Mm-hmm. I get in, I, I get into places sometimes where, you know what? Crying out loud, I didn't even think of that. I was in, I was in the, Northern Edmonton delivering in a place where there was a loading dock that was almost impossible to get to to unload freight. Mm-hmm. And I was about 95,000 pounds. And I did bend my steering rod and I replaced that thing, but we replaced it with the, with the steering rod and new tie rod ends. Yeah, they replaced them all in the package. With, with, with a measurement that was compensated for the bend. Yeah, wrong. And I never, You're towed and, in too and much. I never measured that toe in. Yep, or, that's or your the problem. Toe before we did that. Yep, You're, that's yep. your problem. Need to correct that. Damn. Now, I know this is heavy, the shop this heavy all stuff is, getting into bad parts, I'll tell you. It, yeah. It, it wreaks havoc on the business. <laughs> yep. Now, is the shop you're going to capable of doing the alignment? You know what? Uh, the shop that I did use for the alignment for a couple of years was pretty good. Mm-hmm. My truck ran fine. My tire wear was good. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I was well, checking it out, and, and I see you guys have a guy in North Dakota that actually does it over at Royal Tire. So I think what I want to do is... You don't want to go that far. My, yeah, you don't. No, you don't want to go that far. You want to fix it tomorrow when you go into the shop. Right. Now, you can measure this. They'll have the impact guns and the pipe wrench to adjust it. Yeah. You just need a method of measuring it. And you, to measure it, you need a roll of duct tape, a tape measure, and an ink pen. Yep. Okay. You drive, drive the truck up straight on concrete or asphalt, roll it to an easy stop. Duct tape on the back side of the street. There's a small square to the level of the springs. Yeah, low enough you can string a tape measure across you make an ink mark okay. on both of those pieces of duct tape, and you measure between the ink marks. Then you roll the truck forward until the two pieces of duct tape show up in the front, and you measure it again. So the easiest way to do it is to measure to a whole number on the back side, and then, ma- and then make your ink the differences mark. off that whole number on the front. But the front measurement should be a sixteenth of an inch shorter than the back measurement. That tells you how much you need to adjust. And based on what you're telling me about the tire wear, it will be significantly more than a sixteenth shorter. You're going to be an eighth or three sixteenths shorter. Yep. Hmm. It's easy. And then you just, well, I, wanted, uh, I, I wanted to take it to your guy in North Dakota because he's an MD's guy. So Well, that's fine. But I wouldn't go that far before I fixed it. Right. You got a problem and it's fixed. You're going to burn up some tires in the process. 
in 70 miles. You really want to know. Oh, 70 miles. Oh, it, it, okay. It's going right. to get worse than the 70 miles from where I am oh. from Grand Forks, North, well, North Dakota. Okay. Yeah, we, we think of Manitoba in terms of hundreds of miles. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking you were way to hell yeah. up north. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was way up. I, I was in, in Fort McMurray or Fort McKay last week. Right, uh, right. Now I'm just now I'm not yeah, that far away. Seventy so. miles. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and go to the guy in North Dakota and, and have him measure it. But I'd be willing to bet when he measures it, you got way too much toe in. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wanted you guys. I, I, I was again watching your videos and stuff like that, and I think what you guys do makes a lot of sense, and I and that's why I wanted those guys to do it instead of putting it up on the. On another on rack, yeah. And, 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 yeah, and yeah, yeah, on the rack yeah. and relaxing it and everything else there too. So, so is it? You know what? These tires are worn down on the outside. You know when you look mm-hmm. at the tire, you got the steer steer mark on the outside and the inside, right? Sure. Yeah. So I've got about I, I've got three sixteenths, roughly, worn on the shoulder as opposed to the inside. Can I put mm-hmm. these tires around? Yes. And then, and then have them run out. Run out decently yeah. again. Yeah, these Michelin okay. tires are directional, but only for the first miles you put on them, and once they break in, you can run them either direction. Right. Well, that that's what my tire guy told me too, and that's what I kind of thought. Yeah. So go but ahead and flip them. Yeah. Okay. And what do you think about finish balancing a tire on a truck? I prefer the either the stuff you put in the tire or the hula hoop rings from Centromatic. Right. There's no, if you use those, there's no need to put on weights. Right. I mean, balancing, you know, getting your tires, tires balanced is, is still a good idea. And if that's what you want to use, use it. But uh, you might find yourself balancing the tires over and over. Yeah, because the only, the only time a fixed located weight is right is the day you did it. Right. Yeah. Because what some of our shops do up here in Manitoba is they finish balance the trucks on a tire with a spinner. Mm-hmm. They they spin the tire, and then they chalk it, mm-hmm. and they basically like looking for runout on it. And then right, right. the shop that I use are is really really good. I mean mm-hmm. they'll they'll sell you a new steer tire. They'll they'll balance it on the machine, and then they'll put it on the truck. And they'll spin it on the hub, mm-hmm. and then they'll check it with a chalk. And mm-hmm. if it's bad, they'll take it off and they'll remount the tire. They'll spin the tire on the rim or, or do whatever they got to do, right? Okay, the problem I've got with that is that if the rim is not perfectly centered on the hub, or if the drum is not perfectly centered on the hub, you can mount up a perfectly balanced tire and rim put it on the hub, and when you spin it on the truck, it'll be out of balance, not because the tire's out of balance, but because the drum's off-center. Well, they right. do use centering pins. Yeah, they do the use centering, the centering the centering, pins when they the, center, yeah. the centering pins don't center the drum. They center the rim. Mm, yes. All of which doesn't, account, doesn't compensate for what's going to happen to the tire over its life. Yeah, the tire does not wear perfectly around the circumference. That's why I say the fixed located weight is only correct the day you did it. So, I mean, I get what they're doing, and if you're gonna, if that's what you want to do, do it. But remember, you know, well, no, when I you find it, that it's out of right. balance fifty thousand I mean, miles later. I mean, I just want well, it done right. I mean, uh, I mean, I, yeah. I'm spending thirteen hundred dollars on a set of steer tires. They need to right. do their job. They need to. 
you know, cost me only 2.3 cents per mile for the life, right? Yeah, well, they are doing the best they can with what they're trained in the equipment they got. I'm just saying that if it was my tires, I'd do it different. Right. Yeah. I would I would definitely use either the uh, counteract in the tire or centromatic uh, balance. Centromatics on the, on the, the amount onto the, the rim. Right. Okay. okay. Well, I got a question about I I got a question about the the balancing beat and stuff like that. Okay. I'm on I'm on heavy haul. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of times where I'm crawling up hills and I'm doing much less than I'm doing like 25, miles 27 miles 27 miles right. an hour. I got right. I got a 565 ISX with an 18 speed with three seven O's in the back on 22 and a half five rubber. And I've got a 75 or 78,000 pound excavator on my trailer, and I'm crawling. Right, sure. And balance is of no factor there at all. The only, okay. the only thing that's going to show up as a vibration at that speed would be if it was driveline partic- angles. Yeah, driveline angles, <clears throat> right. if it was particularly out right. of round. A tire that size does not get into a harmonic balance condition until you get over about 60 miles an hour. Right. So as okay. you're crawling up you know, at that speed, even the balance speeds aren't really doing anything. Yeah, they're all going to fall at the bottom, but they don't matter because you're not in a balance harmonic. Yeah. So it's kind of like the front end thing in there where it, uh, the 45 to or, or over 60 where your camera yeah. is out. Yeah, yeah the tire is right. not in that balance where it's going to happen, right? Correct, right. correct. You don't have enough speed hmm. of rotation for the balance to be a factor. Right. Hmm. Okay. I didn't realize. That. Okay. Very good. Okay. Very oh, good. I appreciate All right, it. You know what? <laughs> Thanks as always. I met you at the CMC, both of you, and and you guys have great stuff. And now I know what they got to do. So appreciate it. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> we'll keep working at it. You have a good day. All right. Okay. You too. Good luck. Bye bye. Good bye. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Canada. Canadians. Yes, yep. but only 70 miles over the border. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't. I was really picturing up or closer to Edmonton. Way the heck up there in Manitoba. Not out there. Out, uh, Edmonton's Alberta. Wrong. wrong uh, well, I understand. Way up, up there. Closer yeah. to Edmonton. He's not that kind of guy. Okay, we have we have more questions, so we better get to some of them. We've got a 570 area code. That's familiar. Yeah. I'm going to call it misery. You're going to call it misery? I wouldn't call it misery. I'd call it Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Well, I'd call Pennsylvania misery. He's probably in Pennsylvania too. I think. I think everybody tonight is at home. Everybody's at home. That's my option. All right. Um, I'll say he's not at home. Okay. All right. Hello, Hello, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Kevin, you're Kevin. You're wrong, and you're wrong. (laughs) Mike, you're right, but you're wrong. I'm in South Ah. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I like to be right and wrong. It makes me feel good. What's up? Got a, I've got a relatively easy one for you. Good. 2014 Freightliner Cascadia yep. equipped with Rocky Mountain brakes. No, you're going to have to explain that to me. Oversized shoes. Oh, okay. All right. Got it. Uh, when I'm braking, coming down an off ramp, mm-hmm. I get a wobble in the steering wheel that practically mm-hmm. rips the wheel out of my hands. Yeah, you've got a brake drum that's off center or out around. That's what I figured. Yep. 
Yeah, you unbutton the wheel. Well, no, no, you don't don't unbutton the wheel. First oh. thing you do is you j- have somebody jack up each wheel on oh, the true. front, yeah. rotate the tire, and see if the brake hangs up every half a turn. Right. That's the one with the problem. Then you have to take gotcha. it apart and find out if the drum is actually out of round or if it is just physically off center, up and down on the hub. Well, what I'll do is I'll just put uh, True Balance. I'll have. I'm gonna be going out to Kansas City soon. I'll mm-hmm. just have TNE put True Balance centering sleeves on the uh, steer axle, and That'll then take care of it. Let, and then let yeah. Chad work his magic. Yep, yep. Now, at the same time they're taking it off, they can mic the drum to make sure it's not, in fact, out of round. And as long as it's out of round, the True Balance centering sleeves will take care of it. Gotcha. Those are the correct centering Okay. There's other sleeves that do not. you got to make sure you get the right ones. Yeah, they, the T&E will know the about T&E it. They'll know the right stuff. That's no problem. Oh, and Kevin, <clears throat> Missouri yep. is getting a little tired of you blaming everybody on being there. Start blaming Florida instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, how about we blame Puerto Rico? Everybody's driven to Puerto Rico. Yeah, they and needed drivers nah. there, so that's where they're at. <laughs> nah, we won't blame Puerto Rico. We'll just send them some drivers, but nobody from there Swift. There you go. Okay, <laughs> nobody from Swift. Got it. All right. All right. You have a good evening. Yep. You too. All right. Bye. All right. Okay. That was that was an easy one from that Pennsylvania. Six six two. Six six two. You got an idea? Oh, uh, I'm going to say Virginia. It's just usually wrong. How about Mississippi? Miss, I was only a few states off. Just a few states off, and I bet he's not in Mississippi. Wait a minute. I said everybody's going to be home today. Okay, I'll stick with my thing. He's, he's home. I'll say he's not in Mississippi. All right, let's find out. All right. Hello, Mississippi. Hello, Mississippi. Are you there? I'm Can you hear me now? Mississippi. I don't hear anybody. I don't either. Well, I have to get back to them. Well, okay. Let's put that on hold, and we'll and try this other guy at 949. Which, by the way, is the last caller with a question if we don't get anything from Mississippi. Then I'm going to start singing. That's the moment of truth. Okay. Where's 949? 949 is? Yes. Your chest. Come on. Minnesota. California. California. California, here I come. And he's home. Right. Yes, he is. Because they don't let him out anymore. Yeah, you're stuck in California once you're there. <clears throat> Hello, Hello, California. California. Hello, I have an easy question. Sure. I had, I had, a, I had a, a two bad tires, and uh-huh. I'm not ready to replace the whole uh, one one axle with the whole of the board. Okay. Or the A. Okay. Most yep. Left. Where would you think it, it, it's going to be my best choice to find two, a couple tires, used tires? And uh, I also have another question. How 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 old the tires should be uh, to be safe? Not older than two years, three years, four years? Five. Five or seven, five? depending on the bed. Five or seven years. Before the two. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want a tire in my truck that's more than seven years old. And so, if I'm buying uh-huh. a, t- a used tire, I would want one that's like five, so I've got a couple of years to run it. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you do you know how to tell how old the truck is? The tire is. That again. Do you know how to tell how old the tire is? 
I do not, sir. I do not. Oh, okay, there's a DOT number on the side of the tire. It's only on one yes, side sir. of the tire. Yeah, it's on, and it's a series of letters and numbers. The last four numbers give you the week and the year the tire was built. So, mm-hmm. for example, if, if it said 1416, that was the 14th week of 2016. So, first week, then year. The first two numbers of the week, the second two numbers of the year. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And as far, and as, far as where to get? Yeah, where to buy them, I don't know where you would buy them. There's lots of tire suppliers out there. But when you buy two tires, you want the same brand of tires. Yep. So if you get a Bridgestone, uh-huh. get the other one a Bridgestone. If you get two Goodyears, get two Goodyears. And then just match them up together and put them in the same spot on whichever drive position you want to put them on. Right. Got it. Got it. Thank you, sir. Have a good, You're have more than welcome. Evening. Now, wait a minute. Are you still in California? No, sir. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Texas now. He he's traveling, so we blew that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. You drive safe, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, I have to. Thank you. I have uh, to make up money for the tires. That's why I'm rolling. You bet you do. All right, buddy. Thank you me. have a good day. Bye bye. Thanks, sir. All right. Okay. All right. That was fine. I'm going to try Mississippi one. <laughs> Mississippi, are you listening? I hope Mississippi is listening. Push his button. Hello, Hello. Mississippi. I'm here. Oh, good. Glad to hear it. You must have been on a bathroom break. That's right. <laughs> okay, cool. Are you in Mississippi? I am. He got, see, I got that, got one. that one. You, were, you weren't going to get it. I got it. Though. You tried not to. I'm, I'm good. What can we do for you? All right, I got a question about the Freightliner underslung suspension that has the leaning airbags. Yes, because you both are loose. Many times. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so my situation is I've got one that only one is leaning. That's okay. Okay. Well, not but a I'm surprise. I'm also confused as to how that can be because where the spring comes out the behind the axle, there is a plate that connects the left and the right spring together. Oh, you've got the heavy-duty Freightliner airliner suspension. Maybe okay. so. It is a single axle and not a tandem. Yep, yep. It's got they, an extra spring wrapped around the pin? No, no. It's, oh. it, instead of a use, usually if you look at the springs, they're shaped like a hockey stick. Oh, yeah. But the heavy-duty model, the springs are straight. They come straight back. Mm-hmm. And then there's a stretcher bar that goes across. Mm-hmm. And then the airbags are actually mounted on the stretcher bar instead of on the leash spring. Okay. Does that sound that's like correct. your truck? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, right. But basically okay. your springs are tied together with that stretcher bar, as you're calling it. Correct. Yes. Correct. Now, are you sure that one of them is not leaning in on the bottom and the other's leaning out a little bit on the bottom? Well... I don't guess I'm 100% sure, but visually it looks like it's just the one leaning to the top, to the outside. The, the top is leaning, leaning out. Leaning to the right. The, the passenger side is leaning to the right. Okay. Like and the driver's there side a, appears to be vertical. Okay. There is a possibility that, first of all, I would make sure the U-bolts are tight. Okay. That's the first thing. The second thing, there is a possibility that somebody mounted either A, the wrong airbag on it, right. and the bolt hole is in the wrong spot to match up with that stretcher bar. True. Okay. Or there might be an extra hole in that stretcher bar, and they put the damn hole on the bolt in the wrong hole. That's true. Or they have the wrong stretcher bar. 
Right, well, all here's, those are possible. I've had the truck since new, and yep. got a million and a half on it now, and I'm still currently getting 180,000 miles to my steer tires, 200,000 on my drives. Do I need to mm-hmm. do anything? Do you know what my dad told me when something was going on with the car and I couldn't quite figure out what it was and it was a strange noise? He told me to turn up the radio. Uh-huh. Okay? <laughs> All right. right. Now, in your case, we judge how well a truck does by the way it handles and by the way it wears tires. Right. And based on what you're telling me, I would just walk around and put my hand up and ignore that and don't even look at that thing. Okay. Well, I w- okay, first... I mean, 180,000 180, sounds good. On a steer? But we were just hearing from a guy who regularly gets 225. Yeah, but 180 is fine. Uh, I'm, no, I'm not, is fine. He's got a single drive axle. Oh, that's okay. He's not going to get as many miles as a Tandem does. Right. Okay? Yeah, and he's not going to get as much on his drives either. Yeah. The truck handles pretty good? It does. It does. And the tires are not wearing funny? They wear off flat and smooth? Well, usually when I do have to take them off, it's not because they're down to 430 seconds. It's because something has started happening on one side or the other. Yeah, but at 180,000 miles, who cares? At 180, I can't complain, right? Yeah. I, I would. Well, every time I walk around the back of the truck, I put my hand up to block my eyes so I couldn't see that, like blinders, you know? Well, and I, 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 okay, I'm just, I realize it's a single drive axle. Yep. But if, you, if you're driving down the interstate right-hand lane, let go of the steering wheel, does it dive off to the right? Not with 180,000 miles, it won't. <laughs> Not, I mean, no, uh, it doesn't have It will eventually problem. go right, but we're looking for nah. more than three nah. seconds. Now, I'm sorry, I'd, I'd leave that stupid thing alone. I'd turn the radio up, I'd put blinders on, and I'd just drive. All right, that being said, I've got <laughs> multiple other single axle trucks, too. How does the alignment, what do you do differently on the alignment for single axle versus tandem? Well, on a tandem drive axle, we aim the rear diff just a hair, about a 32nd of an inch shim to the right, and the front diff about the same amount to the left, creating a slight cone between them. Yep. On a single drive axle, you aim it just slightly to the right, and it will push the truck slightly to the left against the crown of the road. Right. Just take out that middle axle, and then you've got how we set up a single drive axle. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. No, that's but at the mileage you're getting, I wouldn't change the alignment. <laughs> All right. Okay. What other questions, if you don't mind? Sure. sure. We charge right, double a, for the second question. Perfect. I've got okay. a tandem axle that I'm considering making into a single axle. So basically going to sure. move the rear axle to the front, same location yep. as the front axle, and then just shorten yep. the frame. Right. Yep. Anything I need to do there, considering alignment or anything special that you would know of that would need to happen for me to do that? The only thing I know of that you're going to wind up with is you're going to have to reset the drive lines because yeah. the input position on the rear diff where the drive shaft goes in is lower than the input position on the front diff, which is going to change all your drive line angles. Yep. Correct. Right. Got that. And I'll have to lengthen my drive shaft because the power divider's not there. Right, right. But other than that, as far as alignment, nothing. Just rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, just point it off to the right, just a uh, just a hair. Chin. Now, are you going to align this yourself or have somebody else do it? No, I'll have somebody else do it. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Just have aim that rear diff just slightly to the right and uh, should be good. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. You have a good day. Bye. See you. All righty. Okay. All right. We've got people with really good steer mileage. We're, we're doing fine here. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with this. We've got one more call. What's a 423? 423. That's the number. That number is from Oklahoma. Well, you're at about the right elevation of the states. Okay. You need to go further east. Further east. Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. Tennessee. I drove right through Tennessee on Friday. You did. In fact, I stayed in Manchester, Tennessee, Thursday night. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So I know where it is. I bet he's in home. Whoa, where'd it go? Where'd he go? There he is. Push that button. Pushing that button. Hello, Tennessee. Tennessee. Hey, yeah, that's far east. That's east Tennessee at that. Got it. Mm. Got it. That's right. So what's hey, up? I'm, uh, I'm uh, working on a 98 Pete, 379 Pete. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of wanting to give it that cool guy look. You know, I'm wanting to ride down the road look Uh-oh. like one of those cool guys. Real low? And give, it that, give it that lowered look on the steer axle. My question uh-huh. is, can I knock them blocks out and put shorter U-bolts and have everything lined up and stuff and be, be you know, is this going to be a working truck? Or do I need to go with a, a car haul axle and put that way to get that lowered look? Okay, here, here's what happens. The riser blocks on a Peterbilt are a three-degree tapered wedge. They're what set the caster in the front end of the truck. So if you want to take the riser blocks out, you need to replace them with three-degree caster wedges. Okay? Just that, and that's for the caster. Now, that's going to lower your truck between two and three inches, depending on the height of the riser blocks you've got. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when you lower it that much, you have to make sure that you still have clearance between the wheel well and the tire and that you've got enough bump clearance so that when you hit a bounce on the spring, you don't bottom out of the frame automatically. You know, you've got a few of those things to worry about. The other thing that's going to occur is when you lower the body, you're going to change the angle that the drag link comes from the steering gearbox back to the axle, yep. which is going to dramatically change your steering wheel position. Okay? All right. So you may, you may have to pull the wheel and recenter it to get it to where you want it to be. Other than those things and the fact that it may ride rougher than what you've got now because you've lowered the front end, I can't think of any problems. Would it, will it throw off your driveline angle? Will that have to be? It will, change, it will change your driveline angle. Let, let, let's say that the riser block is two inches tall, just to pick a number. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let's say your wheelbase length is 200 inches from the center of the steer axle to the center of the two drive axles. Okay. It's two inches over 200 inches. Two inches reduction in height over 200 inches in travel is going to change your pinion angles less than a degree. The odds are it's not okay. going to be a problem. Okay. Yeah. So everything. The main thing is going to be up there on that steering gear box, changing that drag length, all that stuff. And making sure you the still got enough clearance. Between the wheel, yeah, clearance right. between the wheel wells and frames. Right. And stuff. Now, if okay. I was going to do it, 
I would I would jack it up. I'd take the riser blocks out. I'd pull the U-bolts out. I'd put the caster shims in. I'd set it back down together, tighten it up with the new U-bolts, look at all the measurements, and I'd take it for a quick 20-mile drive up and down the road and then decide, do I want to leave it this way or not? <laughs> Don't throw the old parts away. <laughs> I got you. Okay. okay. Well, that's what I, I was kind of just feeling it out there, see if it was going to be William Dills or it was a bigger you know, opening up a can of worms there if it's <laughs> if it's something I even really want to do or not. Yeah, I think the only problem, well, there is one I other mean, thing. I hadn't thought about this. This is actually going to be a working truck, you know. It's not going to be off road, no, no. but it is going to be going up and down the interstate, you know. It's not going to be just sitting around to look at. So. Okay, one other thing that's going to occur when you did this. I, th- I thought about the change in the position of steer wheel. I didn't think out the other complication. When that lowers down and the drag link angle changes, it's going to turn your steering gearbox when it turns your steering wheel. Yeah. So your steering gearbox won't be perfectly on center. Yeah. The smarter way to reset the steering wheel in that case might be to take the pitman arm off of the gearbox. Right. And turn the steering wheel till it's back level again and then reattach the pitman arm. So you not only center the steering wheel, you center the gearbox at the same time. Okay, so it'd probably work out better just to take the pitman arm off, then lower yes. it, and then reset it. And then reset it, correct. That keeps the but gearbox I those, centered. I need to get those three-degree shims and, and slide them back in there. Yeah. Right. yeah yes. You don't want to have zero cast around there. Right. That's a... Uh, that would be not be good. Scary. Right. <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. That's all I want to know. Good luck all to right. you, bud. All righty. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, we did we okay. Got... We still have 15 minutes worth of show left, and we have nobody. <laughs> nobody has any questions or comments. Out of 57 callers, I know nobody has but any questions. That's the way it goes. So I get to sing. You get to sing, Georgia. I'm leaving the room. Ha! We got jo- yep, somebody we got doesn't it. want me singing. It's <laughs> not very friendly. What's no, I think it's friendly as hell. You think it's friendly. What's the 989? <laughs> well, is it also California? 989 isn't on my list. I think it's Jamaica. Jamaica. Maybe it's maybe it's Puerto Rico. And No, it ain't Puerto Rico. Yeah. Their phones aren't working. <laughs> Let's see what 989 is. 989. <laughs> Come on. There it is. Hello, 989. Well, hello. 989 is northern Michigan, but I'm in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. So you're lost, or are you trying to avoid northern Michigan? I actually <laughs> don't even live up there anymore. I haven't lived there oh, okay. in about three years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's up? Oh, well, I just listened to two questions that came up over a couple of the previous questions. I guess mm-hmm. I'll work my way backwards. The first one with with changing, lowering the front axle that up the guy previous was just talking about, will that mm-hmm. change the rear suspension to where it's wanting to teeter-totter off that front axle? It shouldn't with an air ride. If it was okay. a spring ride, you could get some of that effect. But with an air ride, it'll just accommodate it. Okay. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the other question I had about the guy asking about tire age of tires do they do that stamp on recaps also? Like if you're looking to buy a set of recaps, or is it just the yes, carcass is going to have that? 
Well, the carcass is going to have its label on it. And then every time they recap it, they're supposed to put a patch on the side of the tire with the recap brand on it. Yeah. And so if you walk up to a truck and it's got four patches on the side with brands on it, it's been recapped four times. So that's one okay. you might not want. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah I really right. wouldn't want a four cap. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I just questions that came about. I appreciate your guys' help. Glad to help, bud. You have a good day and drive safe. Yep. All right. Thank you. Bye. It's okay. Now we got a 214. 214. That I was 204 to start the show. 214. 214 is One. a little different. Uh huh. I'm going to say it is. You're wrong. Misery. Huh? <laughs> misery. No, it's Dallas. It's, it's what? It's Texas. Texas. That's a Texas boy. All right. Is he home? Uh, he sure. He's going to be home. He's home. I'm going to say he is not home. Okay. Let's find out. All right. It's no clicks. There's no clicks. Hello, Texas. Hello. Hello, Dallas. How you doing? It's a Texas. I'm doing all right. It's a Texas number, but I'm not living in Texas. And no, I'm not home. I live in Oklahoma, but I'm in Arkansas. But I'm not from either of those. You're but from you Australia. <laughs> we can hear not it. Not from that one either. You're not. New Zealand. We're from. No. New Zealand. We're from. New Zealand. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a, cool. So that makes me a Kiwi Oki. <laughs> Hello, Kiwi Oki. <laughs> I'm just a cool. from a Kiwi. Well, what can we do for you, Kiwi Oki? So, well, I didn't want to hear you sing, so um, <laughs> why do people in this why do why do people in this country want to run trucks on big, tall, twenty-four and a half inch rubber? Because they think the ground clearance is better and it drafts the air underneath the truck better. <laughs> also, it's, it much also it. yeah, it's much easier to crawl yeah. underneath it and fix things. Yes, fat guys like me need it. I need it. <laughs> so, so, that's okay. about the only, so that's about the only reason, I suppose. Well, they, in Canada, they still use them a lot. In Canada, they? they like the 11R24s because they are, uh, clear the snow better when they're driving up there in the snow. And in Canada, they do not have an excise tax on the tire that is based on the weight of the tire. In the U.S., a low Pro 24.5 tire, which weighs less, has a lower excise tax. The 11R24s have a lot more weight, and they cost more in taxes. So oh. there's the story. Well, I did learn something. Oh, there, there you, you go. Okay. Well, that's all. I, that's all yeah. I got. Not a problem, right. buddy. You have a good day, and I will not sing. <laughs> no, not at least for a few minutes. Good deal. <laughs> Bye. Okay, thanks. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. We got a nine forty. We do. We have a nine four zero. What's your guess? Uh, my guess is Florida, Texas, Texas. <laughs> We have a Texas team here. We do. And he's probably at home. I'm saying they're not home. Let's find out. Hello, Texas. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? We're doing good, except nobody wants me to sing. Oh, no. Let's go. Karaoke Let's go. tonight. <laughs> Karaoke time. Right. Okay. Yeah, yes, that, that, that'll bring in the listeners. Oh, yeah. I'm. I'm still in Texas, but I'm not home. But it's okay. hard to get out of Texas, yeah, both so right. I'm still driving east. It, um, it is a long run. Here, yes, sir. 
got a steer issue. Uh, I've got wear on both left sides of both uh, driver and passenger side tire, feathering towards the left on both tires. In other words, on the left front tire, as you slide your hand in, it's rough, and as you pull your hand out, it's smooth? No, other way around. So it's uh, smooth, smooth in, in on the left front tire, smooth out. Uh, no, smooth in and rough out with the wear on the outside of the tire. And that's, that's on, on the, the left. Yes. And the right front's the opposite? And then, uh, it, no, same direction. Uh, rough uh, going in and smooth coming out. Okay, all right. So you have side. something that's making your truck want to pull to the left. Does your truck have a slight left pull? Does it try to go over the hump? Um, well, I've, I've got brand new tires on now, but uh, I rotated those two steer tires, uh, and obviously uh, it was just uh, a nightmare to drive, and it's been pretty much even after alignment, I don't think they know what they're doing. They just go what the computer tells them to do and the manual. Yeah, uh, so obviously yeah. i got to get to uh, a, the MD uh, guys, uh, a proper shop to get it done properly. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. It sounds, sounds like you've like got a drive axle alignment problem. Yeah. It's possible you have a frame problem. But let's start with drive axle. Let an, let an MD shop do it. Yeah, they'll be able to find out real quick. Okay. Sounds okay. good. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Drive safe, buddy. Bye-bye. Right. You too. Thanks. Okay. 310. Yep. We're running out of feelings. time, and a lot of people called in because they didn't want me singing. That's We it's threatened up. them with something that they have volunteered to Yeah. Hear. So 310 is what? <laughs> 310. Uh, 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 Michigan. Big state. What? Big state. A big state. Big state. Alaska. California. California. Okay. And obviously they're still there. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't get out of California. Well, the one, they let the one guy out. Yep. Nobody else gets to leave till he gets back. That's correct. <laughs> Let's see what he's got. All right. Hello, California. Hello, California. How you doing? We're great. Well, I only go visit. I don't even live there anymore. That's sorry, I state. But anyway. <laughs> For you. All right. Um, <laughs> Car hauler, why are you guys so shy about aligning a car hauler? I'm not shy about aligning a car hauler. I charge extra well, for it. That's a good deal. That's right. That's right. I'm, yeah. I'm all for that. But yeah. I talked to a couple of people of uh, your um, uh, MD alignment, and they're just, you know, well, you're going to be wasting your money, and you can never get it right, this, this, and that. Who would you recommend to that. do that? Okay. Well, where do you where do you uh, who run? Who would you recommend? I run southeast. Run? I run quite a bit of Florida. I live in Tennessee. Okay. Florida and Tennessee. Florida. Well, you get, I know. Yep. Ocala. Yeah. You get to Ocala. Yes. Martin Galvan in Ocala. He's on our our website. Yeah. He's call him up. Tell okay. him you had a car hauler. You wanted aligned. Martin yep. can handle it. Okay. Would he uh, also uh, check all my bearings and all that good stuff, too? Yep. He can oh, do yeah, all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll uh, give him a call maybe tomorrow and see if he's got time. Perfect. Good all day. Right. And I like listening to you talking, not singing. So keep talking. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> we'll keep talking. All right. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye.
<laughs> Talking, not singing. Oh. And uh, here we got eight one two. Eight twelve. Eight twelve. Your choice. Uh, Guess. Um, is it Colorado? No, it's Indiana. Indiana. Come on, we got three more people. We got to get through All before right. this time's done. Let's. Hustle. Hello, Indiana. hello, Indiana. Hello, how are you gentlemen tonight? Well, other than nobody wants me to sing, I'm doing great. <laughs> that's absolutely right. That's right. Nobody wants What's to hear up? that mess. There's no, that's just proof that you got the right, got in the right business. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 2010 Kenworth T660. Uh, I've been got fighting it. front tire wear issues with this truck since I bought it. It's a used uh, Melton truck. But okay. uh, anyway, uh, I just noticed something today that I haven't really noticed before. Is this thing sits kind of lopsided. And mm. uh, so I got a tape measure out, and I'm... I measured uh, from the uh, front spring pin on the frame to the ground mm-hmm. on both sides, and it's an inch and a half shorter on the front on the right than it is on the left. And I went around to the back of the frame and measured it, and they're both equal. Is it just a spring? It's, um, it's either a spring or it's a twisted frame. One yeah, or the other. I'm you're going to that. But yeah. at, at a million miles, it's probably, you know, replacing the spring is probably, you know, wise money spending. Well, both front springs. You can't yeah. replace yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah, do both of them. Just do one. Keep them balanced. But if you, if what you get is the, the rear suspension? Off, then you know you got a problem. Oh, I've, I've got that wonderful Dream Ride eight bag suspension. The one that okay, beats the tar out of you. <laughs> yes, it is rough riding, but uh, but it doesn't cause other problems. So, okay, right. the eight bag is fine. <laughs> The next thing you need to do is go stand behind the truck, and it's a visual thing. Get 10, 20 feet behind it. Look at the back of the cab. The cab is leaning to the right, according to your measurements. If the cross member at the back is kind of leaning to the right, too, then I'm not as worried about a frame problem. But if there is a serious visual at the back. Where the brake lights are. Rare. Now, he measured from the ground up. I know, and it, it looks pretty straight, which yeah. makes me worried. Because if it is just a spring, the back cross member should lean somewhat in the same direction the cab is leaning. Maybe not sure as severe, but it should be leaning. Back there? Well, well all, there's something back there. It's got the two rods on top of the differential that go to the frame. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. cross member side to side on the frame. There's two under the... Under the uh, uh, fifth wheel plate and one all the way at the back. You got brake lights back there hanging on something, don't yep. you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not yeah, like the frame is oh, just I, dangling. Uh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. The crossbar back there. Okay, I'm with the you. The crossbar. Okay. Yeah, now, okay. If that, gotcha. if that looks like it's leaning the same way the cab is, I'm less worried about the frame. If it looks like it's trying to lean the other direction, then I am worried about a twisted frame. And a twisted frame will give you tire wear. I don't care how good the alignment is. Right. And then now, now – he did say that it was even. Now, if it's even at the front and twisted at the, or even at the back, twisted at the front, it, is it time to check with a level? No, across, no, along no, the frame. No, I wouldn't do anything more. I, it's a, it's a question, and and I don't have a good solution, other than look at it, and if it's obviously twisted in relationship, then you need to have the frame checked. But the problem is, in order to check the frame. You have to put springs in it first. You're really going to need new springs. Right. Yeah, it's got 825 on it. I mean, they don't owe me nothing at this point, so. 
Put, right. put two front springs yeah. in it, see if that levels it up. If it does, great, you're done. If you put new front springs in it and it still leans to the right, you got a twisted frame. Yep. Okay. If I got a twisted frame, do you have a recommendation on a shop? And um, where you're in Indiana? Yeah. Well, I got an Indiana phone number. I live in Illinois, and I'm currently in Texas. So I mean, I'm a truck yeah. driver. I'm all over the place. I'm never home. Scanling. Scanlon Collision up in Illinois would be a Scanlon Collision up in Illinois, south of uh, Chicago in Bourbonnais, would be very good. Yep. Uh, I know okay. that. And uh, Majestic Truck Repair. Majestic here in Altoona would be good. Um, if you get to that point, get a hold of me and we'll talk about it. Okay? okay. All right. All right. All right, but gentlemen. Start with the springs. All right. Have a good day. We'll lose. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. All right. We got about four minutes we got left. Two more two people. Do. Let's get through these. Six five uh, one. Well, we got one more. Six fifty one. Well, there we go. Hello, six fifty one. Oh, two more. Hello, Both guys. Six fifty one. Well, we got two six fifty one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got, cool. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> six fifty one is what? Four zero three. Six five one four zero three. That's Minnesota. Ah, this is Sven. Hey, is Sven, or is this Ollie? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Neither. Um, guys, I've got an O twelve utility trailer with with the famous Hendrickson suspension. Yeah, cupping um, the inside having, edge and the inside tires. Yeah, on super singles, which is even worse. Yeah, right. Um, angle iron. You you said last time weld some weld an angle iron on there. Um what what size yep. angle iron should I go get? In, inch and a half. Eighth of an inch thick, and you need enough to put on top of the axle all the way from the backing plate on the brake on one side to the backing plate on the brake on the other side, which is about eight feet, okay? Okay. And you cut two small pieces for the outboard section and one long piece for the middle. And tack weld them in. Tack weld them on there, and it should stop flexing and you should stop cupping. Well, what about uh, well, one time you mentioned that DOT doesn't really like that too much. You think that'll still be we okay? Have, we have heard Questions from several people who have been through DOT inspections, and we've talked to a couple of DOT guys, and their attitude is as long as it's professionally done, it's painted up, it's not rusty, and none of the cracks are broken, yeah. they don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it look really nice, paint it all yeah, up, make and it make, make it look good. decent. Cause, and, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I did uh, – I did, I did tighten the bearings on it. You were right. They were they were pretty bad. Seventy. Good. I think you guys recommend seventy pounds on the bearings on super singles. Yep. Yep. So, and uh, yeah, they were all loose. So it was way worse than it is now. So that helped. So thank you guys for that. Excellent. One step uh, at a time. Huh? All right. Yes. You have a great yes. day. So thank, thanks again. You too. Thank right, you. Bye bye. Right. Bye. All right. Okay, we got another 651 yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. We've actually already had our quota of Minnesota. That was Sven, and this is Ollie. Mm. Let's All talk right, to we'll take this call. Come on, let's talk to Next him. week, we're not taking any. Hurry up. So. Come on, I'm tired of waiting. All right. Hello there. How's it going? It goes well, and yourself? Not too bad. Um, Good. I had a question. I got, I got uh, Kenworth T660s and 680s. Um, mm-hmm. All all pneumatic have all pneumatic trailers, so eighty thousand mm-hmm. out, empty coming back. Okay. I've done pretty much everything you guys have recommended, and I the best I can do out of steers is one fifty, one sixty. 
Okay. Is that just because I'm loaded one way and empty back? Does that have anything to do with it, or? No, it's because you're buying them damn Chinese tires. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. It's the Michelin XDA 3s. Oh, those tires. Oh, okay. <laughs> what inflation are you running? I, no. well, now I'm running the H-rated with 130 in them. Okay, good. And are you seeing any irregular wear, or are they just simply wearing out? Nope, just wearing out. Okay, then Fast. what speeds are you running at? 65. Okay. Well, and you guys good. aren't cheating on that? No. Can't. Can't. Okay, they're, good. They're I like that. 65. Okay, yeah, that's just, good. You, uh, you're, you're always interstate? Uh, no. And you know what? And that was the other thing. The other, the one guy does quite a few unloadings in a week. And he does put out a lot of miles, but does do a lot of turning. So. And that'll, that'll chop your mileage down. Okay. Okay. But it depends right. on yeah right. on the percentage of the time it does that. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have disc brakes or drum brakes? All the new trucks are all discs. That's going to shorten up your tire life. Uh, yeah, significantly. Really? Because it it yes find a lot more brake power up there at the steer than those yes. drums do. The, I never heard new, that. Okay. Oh, yeah. The new federal regulations require trucks stop 25% shorter than they used to. In order to get them to stop, one of the processes was they couldn't make the brake drums bigger on the steer, but they could go to disc brakes and get more braking horsepower. And so by okay. putting disc brakes on the front, they stop with more brake application on the steer axle, which causes the steer tires to wear faster. Wasn't, wasn't there, a, wasn't there a percentage that they used to have that was like, uh, uh, the rear used to be 60 and the front was 40 and now it's more like 50-50. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.